Hello, everybody. This is Louise Addington, the Cosmic Owl of Cosmic Owl Astrology, um, uh, astrologer and tarot reader and uh, shamanic practitioner and all things uh, magical. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm here today to talk about the Uranus station retrograde. Um, but before I dive into that, I would like to ask you to subscribe to my YouTube channel if you're watching on YouTube. Um, maybe give the video a thumbs up. Don't give it a thumbs down. That hurts my algorithms. Move on if you don't like. And um, and then also maybe check that little bell um, on YouTube to get notified when I upload new content. Uh, you can turn off emails. You can just get a little notification in YouTube that um, lets you know there's um, a new video to watch. Um, if you're listening on any of the listening options uh, like Spotify and iTunes, I would love it if you would head over to iTunes and give a review, hopefully a five star. Again, that helps visibility and, um, and everything with my podcast. So enough on that. So I'm actually giving you a mini free webinar here on the Uranus station and why I think this Uranus station retrograde is probably the biggest one we've ever been through. Now, the first thing I will say is that Uranus goes retrograde every year. And at a personal level, um, really, we only feel kind of the, the actual shift from our perspective from direct to retrograde. And again, from retrograde to direct to direct, you know, Uranus, Uranus is going to be retrograde until January the 23rd. We'll look at all those dates. We're not going to feel that retrograde the whole time. Um, really, the personal planets, Mercury and uh, Venus and Mars are the only retrogrades that we feel for an extended time. However, I am a firm believer that we do feel the station personally if we have areas of our chart that are affected by it. So I'll talk more about that when I go into through the through all signs um, at the end of the uh, presentation. OK, so um, but basically, if you have anything be at around 18 degrees of Taurus, particularly, and the other fixed signs, Leo, Scorpio and Aquarius, you'll probably feel the station more than most. And we'll feel it collectively, though. So, uh, you know, Uranus stations do tend to bring sudden turnarounds and unexpected things. So, but let's dive in and talk about why I think this this Uranus station particularly is really important let me just oh okay so I want to share my screen because I've got slides for you just a couple of slides then I'll just go into talking about it okay so this is my lovely logo, my Cosmic Owl logo, created by my friend Chloe Plasma, who does beautiful art. You can look her up on Facebook if you um, are interested in logos, art, that kind of thing. So retrograde dates. So you can take a screenshot of this if you like, if you want to keep the dates. 
but Uranus is stationing retrograde on August the 24th, 2022. Incidentally, there's going to be a downloadable transcript for this as well, um, once it's been edited by my lovely assistant, Megan. So August the 24th um, at 9.53 a.m. Eastern, so DC time, Uranus will station retrograde at 18 degrees Taurus 55. Now that 18 degrees Remark has been a hot point because that is the exact degree where Uranus, Mars, and the North Node all met on July the 31st and August the 1st um, of this year. So Uranus has been at that degree for a long time um, with the North Node. Um, the North Node is now moving back towards the beginning of Taurus because the node's overall motion is retrograde. And Mars is now in Gemini. So they've all separated. But this is a hot degree, 18 degrees of Taurus. And there's more of why it's hot as well. So anyway, um, another date to watch for is October the 22nd um, of this year, because Saturn will station direct. Now, Saturn and Uranus are the traditional and modern rulers of Aquarius. And Saturn is stationing direct at 18 degrees. 35 minutes of Aquarius. So by 20 solar arc minutes, Saturn will be squaring the station point of Uranus when Saturn's. Degree in two minutes, that's an almost exact Saturn Uranus where the final time that the two get really close to an exact square, which is the which is uh, a closing square, a third quarter square, Saturn will then move to catch up with Uranus eventually. And it's kind of an echo of three exact Saturn-Uranus squares that we had in 2021. So that's an important date. Not only is that date important for that, it's the same day as the Libra star point at 29 Libra 26. Okay, so that's the first Libra star point since 1879. 1771 to 1879 was the last Libra star point period. Libra should have a capital there, but it doesn't matter. Why is that important? Well, this the, Lib the star point is where Sun and Venus meet either when Venus is retrograde or when Venus is direct. This one is when Venus is direct. And Venus rules Taurus, where Uranus is right now and will be until um, Uranus won't move. I can't remember the date, I've just forgotten it. But Uranus will move out of Taurus on July the 7th, 2025. So, Venus rules the station, basically. Venus is the um, um, ruler of it. And all this is happening on the same day. Saturn and, and Uranus, the, the co-rulers of Aquarius, coming into this close square. Venus having a star point. October the 22nd is a really red hot day as well. That's going to kind of change the trajectory trajectory of our global um, collective consciousness and um, and history.
I will be interviewing Ariel Gutman, the who wrote literally wrote, wrote the book on Venus Star. I'll be interviewing her just in October, just before the star point. So you can find out more about that then as well. Okay, so then we move into November. On November the 5th, Venus, remember, rules Taurus where Uranus is retrograding. Um, Venus opposes Uranus on November the 25th, sorry, November the 5th, 2022 at 17 degrees 03 Scorpio and Taurus. But then just three days later, we have a lunar eclipse um, at 16 degrees exactly of Taurus which is conjunct Uranus. Uranus will be at 16 degrees, 53 minutes right on the eclipse. But, uh, and right after the eclipse, the moon will occult Uranus, will literally eclipse Uranus. Now there's been a whole series of um, Uranus occultations this year. And in another slide, I'm gonna give you the dates and degrees of all of those. But all of these factors are building up as to why I think this Uranus station is really important. Now, when Uranus stations retrograde on the 24th, he'll start following the North Node. They do move gradually further and further apart, except the node will tend to sit still around the eclipse period in November because that's what causes eclipses. It's new and full moons on the nodes. And so Uranus will catch up to it a bit there. So Uranus in the North Node, and the North Node being our Dharma, our collective destiny, what we're longing for, what we are yearning to move towards. And that's about sustainability, stronger values and so on. Um, that's going to be a theme moving right through at least until after the eclipses of this Uranus retrograde. Okay. To next year, Uranus will station direct on January the 22nd, 2023 at 14 degrees Taurus 56. So again, if you've got anything around 14 degrees of the fixed signs, you will probably feel the station direct. And then finally, uh, Uranus passes the retrograde station degree and conjuncts the sun at 18 degrees Taurus 56. And bear with me one second. I forgot to put the date of that. So I am just going to get that date for you when the sun will conjunct Uranus. That will be May the 9th. 2023. Okay, so you get that one. All right. Uh, I don't like that view, but hey, we'll leave, we'll live with it. So here's a quick view of the chart of the Uranus station retrograde. Now we've had this fixed grand cross on the full moon on the Aquarius full moon. Um, just over a week ago, as I record this on August the 22nd. Um, uh, but we're kind of getting a repeat of it um, somewhat because Venus and Ceres, who are conjunct today as I record this, are in a square to the Uranus station. And, and I think it's an important square because Venus rules Taurus, but also to Saturn. 
Uranus and um, Saturn are within orb of their square now and Saturn is still going retrograde more so they're moving towards each other and and to the south node of course as well so that's a fixed grand cross this is we we're really being asked to dig in and make things real but it's also a very tense time a tense time of like we feel changes coming um and we don't want to change uh, but it's going to happen anyway and Uranus is expect the unexpected. So the fact that this Uranus station is really in a fixed grand cross is pretty major as well, especially because it's to Saturn and Venus, because Saturn and Uranus both rule Aquarius. is going to bring with this retrograde station um, and and the eclipses coming up is going to be radical so bear that word in mind so I thought I'd give you uh, just a little bit of things about Uranus and um, Aquarius and Taurus so Uranus is this is actually Prometheus um, Richard Tarnas um, posits that he thinks Uranus should have been called Prometheus, who brought the fire to humans from the gods. But they're very similar energy. It's that Promethean um, impulse of radical change, bringing in radical change. Uranus represents all these keywords, liberation, individuality, autonomy, conventionality, difference, uniqueness, sudden change. He's erratic and unpredictable, genius, reform, revolution rebellion, change, disruption, breakdowns and breakthroughs. So you can kind of see what's coming, okay? Especially if you have planets around those degrees. Now that change can come from within. Bear with me. Don't expect that, you know, your life's gonna fall apart. This is the energy of aha moments as well, so. And Aquarius, that where Uranus is the modern ruler of is personal freedom, humanitarian, fanatical, anarchist. We're seeing kind of both going on in the world. It could go either way. Um, I kind of think Uranus has got the edge, though, for bringing in radical new change. It's original, inventive. It questions authority, socially conscious, honors diversity and difference, dedication to reform and causes, intellectual, loyal to truth, even in the face of group alienation, unpredictable and contrary. And Taurus. So Taurus is solid, stable, sensual, sturdy, affectionate, material, self-definition, physicality, hedonistic, self-indulgent, self-care, values and what we value. And so that's the important part these words this is what your the change uranus is bringing in along with the square to saturn and uranus that's almost coming back to exact during the retrograde and the fact venus is um coming up to square uranus and will oppose uranus as well um you know we're at this and heading into that venus star point in her other sign libra venus rules taurus and libra so huge paradigm shifting changes coming in in this period.
Occultation. I said this degree was extra important. Well, this is a list of all the Uranus occultations we've had. We had one on February the 7th at 10 Taurus, almost 11. One March the 6th at 11. One on April the 3rd at 13. June the 24th at 17 Taurus. Then we hit the big time and we're still in this big time. Uh, so July the 22nd, we had an occultation of Uranus at 18 Taurus. And then July the 31st and August the 1st were when Uranus, Mars and the North Node all met at 18. Then August the 18th, we've just had another occultation of Taurus. September the 14th, we'll have another one at 18 Taurus. And then October the 12th, just before that October the 22nd date, we have um, the last occultation of Taurus at 18 degrees, it's right on the 18 degree mark. And then to finish up the journey during the retrograde, um, we have four more occultations of Taurus, one at 16, two at 15 degrees, and the last one at 14 degrees Taurus, which is right after Uranus stations Varag. Now, occultations are like literal eclipses, all right? So, you know, not only is, is Uranus the changer of radical change, a bringer, bringer of radical change, occultations are like eclipses of Uranus, and eclipses are resets and also bring radical change. So you can see, so we have the one, two, three, four, occultations at 18 degrees, whereas the others kind of are a bit more spread out, making this degree, the station degree, even more important. All right, so, uh, so you can see we have all of that coming up. So I'm just going to stop the share. And the Sabian symbol for that degree, we've, we've kind of looked at it before, but the Sabian symbol for 18 degrees of Taurus, uh, we go up with the symbols all the time, is a new continent is rising out of the ocean. Um, I'm going to actually not read from Dane Rudyard. I'm actually going to read from sabiansymbols.com, which I believe is Linda Hill's book, uh, a website, not sure. Um, but she she says um, one does not discover new continents continents without consenting to lose sight of the shore for a very long time. Andre Gide, that's a quote. She says um, another quote is today the treacherous unexplored areas of the world are not in continents of or seas, they are in the mind of men. Remember Uranus is like higher mind really, and, and it's about like aha moments, all of that. So that's by Alan Claxton. Um, she says, when a land, um, she says this continent rising out of the ocean is a powerful image of new opportunities and a whole new sphere of operation. When a landmass emerges from the ocean, the new continent that is rising there is, uh, is usually some kind of eruption or disruption that precedes it. A whole field of activity is coming to
word is enormous potentiality emerging, new trends and ways of being, um, sudden eruptions of talent or fields of endeavor. Um, she, she likened it to the greenhouse effects, global warming, Atlantis and other ancient underwater cities, evolution, developing slowly but surely, emerging generations of people, new environments, things feeling suddenly foreign, um, the birth of a nation could even be, uh, migration, land masses, endeavoring to hold life together under the enormous pressure of the new. She said the caution with this symbol and this degree is continually seeking new worlds rather than finding a place in the existing one. No responsibility for birth of the new and no respect for the old or established, not shifting or evolving and staying stuck in old realities. And to my mind, that reflects the um, Saturn Uranus square that we've been having. And what I've been saying for so long about the emerging energy of Aquarius as we move into a new astrological age, the real key to that is to integrate the best of what we have in a very new way. You know, this is not about just throwing the baby out with the bathwater and not valuing what we already have. So I'm actually going to pull a card and then I'm going to go through all sides okay, for this Uranus station, which I think is going to uh, unleash radical change. Now, regarding my last, uh, the, the slide where I said, um, where's my slide? <laughs> I lost them. So with the, regarding that last date, where the sun, May the 9th, 2023, I don't believe in the shadow of retrogrades with, um, um, with the outer planets at all. And I'm not even sure I um, believe in the shadow as often talked about with um, even the personal planets. However, I do think that after Uranus stations direct in January until May the 9th, Uranus is tracking over ground it's been over twice already. So, you know, it's kind of learning the lessons. It's kind of bringing in what's been learned, what's been changed, if that makes sense. That's kind of my view to it, about it. Um, so, you know, it's bringing in... Um, the radical change that we're looking at through this time. I do think it's significant, however, that the Sun and Uranus start a new cycle the day after Uranus passes the degree at station retrograde. That's another indicator to me that we're starting something radically new. I think the change we're going to experience between now and next May with all the occultations, with moving into the Libra star point, with all of the things I've talked about, with Saturn and Uranus finishing their square. By the time um, um, Sun and Uranus meet on May the 9th, 2023, Saturn will have moved into uh, Pisces and Saturn and um, 
Uranus will be moving towards their next start of their cycle, which will not actually take place till June the 28th, 2023. And um, that will be at 28 degrees Gemini. So, you know, this unchange is going to unfurl slowly. We have other Uranus retrogrades before all this is over, but this one has all these occultations, has all these other things going on with it. So I do think this one is going to be a point of major change. Well, this is the cards that jumped out at me, which is actually the Sun in Scorpio card which is the Six of Cups. And because this is a, a new deck and it operates a little bit differently, I am getting the book. So this is fond memories, childlike simplicity and innocence, living in the past, avoiding a painful reality by seeing it through rose-colored glasses. Um, this is about having an intense longing to feel once more the self-confidence and optimism that we felt in the past. So this is a bit of a caution with this card for this station as we go into retrograde, kind of sinking into that kind of negativity kind of thing, nostalgia saying, oh, you know, I wish we had it like we used to had it. You know, we keep get hearing that all the time. We have to change, let's face it, with um, with what's happening with the climate and things like that. So I am going to pull one more card. So that's kind of the caution and let's look forward. What is this Uranus um, retrograde going to build, bring ultimately at the end of the retrograde period into next year? Ah. <laughs> Lovely. Well, actually, the Empress, Venus, the Venus card, the rise of Venus. You know, I really think we are moving into a time where feminine leadership and by feminine leadership, by the way, I do not necessarily mean a woman, though it can mean a woman, but somebody with the more energy of the divine feminine somebody that's more receptive, more loving, more empress-like. And, and the empress card represents mothering principle, nurturing, protecting, raising, growing, giving birth to a child, a project or an idea, creation and self-care. I've said it a million times, but I do think this energy is on the rise. All right, so I know you're all waiting to find out what it means for you. So if you know your rising sign, you're best thinking of your rising sign when I read out these things. But um, if you know your rising sign, then please just, you know, listen to um, um, so funny I keep downloading something and it keeps disappearing so I'm, I'm just getting it open again but anyway um listen to your rising sign if you know it if you know only you know your sun sign listen to your sun sign but I will say because this Uranus station I will emphasize that you're probably really only going to feel it 
a lot or a radical change or big change coming internally or externally if you have planets or angles which are the ascendant midheaven descendant or nadir around 18 degrees of those fixed signs taurus leo scorpio and aquarius however saying that uranus is in this sign for a long time and um and so we've had several Uranus retrogrades already, and we're going to have some more. Um, where, where Uranus has been for the past few years um, is the area of life. So when I read out the area of life, if you think about what changes you've been having in that area of life, more kind of more of that in general. So for uh, Taurus rising, okay, we'll go with you first because it's in your sign. So for Taurus rising, this is about your personality, what you project, how others see you, um, especially initially. This is about your natural style or appearance with Uranus um, stationing in that area of your chart. Maybe you'll change things up a little bit. Maybe you've been becoming increasingly more um, kind of crazy dresser, if you like, wearing more colour and so on and so forth. So it's that area of life for Taurus. Gemini, um, for you, OK, for you, this is a very um, unconscious thing. This is an area of magic, mystery and mysticism for you. This is really about connection to transpersonal knowledge and understanding and altered states like meditation and trance and dreams. So you might find yourself being more drawn to it. You might decide to like take up ecstatic dance or something and, and get the messages from the cosmos um, through to your unconscious and have your that kind of aha state for you okay so for cancer this is really about for you about community about groups organizations about social consciousness and possibly even politics so and it could be about your future hopes and wishes too but there'll be some kind of awakening aha sudden um, um breakthroughs around that area of life especially if you have planets or angles around 18 degrees for leo this is more about your public self your reputation how you're seen in the world your visibility uh, the nature of your career for virgo this is about your higher self this is sources of expansion and inspiration some bigger hearts in those areas this is also about your experience of the divine and it can also build on a more mundane level be about travel and other cultures uh, or even higher education formal or informal you might you know suddenly break through to kind of learning something really new for eighth house, uh, for sorry, for Libra, this will be in your eighth house. That's what I was meaning. This is going to be um, in the areas of deep intimacy, deeply bonded relationships in, of the emotional, psychological and or sexual kind. This is the realms of your deep psyche, um, possibly taboo subjects. Um, it's about karmic soul material, um, death psychological and physical and shared financial resources there may be some changes in those areas for Libra for Scorpio this is about your significant relationships this is what you attract it's about the nature of your relationships 
or significant others. It can include your partner, but it's also like best friends, um, adult children, or any relationship that's significant. Um, most importantly, this is about your patterns in relationships and often about your disowned self that you see in others. Um, something perhaps you don't like in others, you might go, aha, that's actually in me. Kind of <laughs> so that's kind of the area of life for Scorpio. For Sagittarius, this is all going to be about work service and the nature of work you do, the day-to-day -day work experience, your style of daily living, your relationship to service mentoring. It can be also about your health and about your pets. This is where it is for me. So, you know, this is kind of a very big uh, one for me and I'm feeling it already. And I've been feeling it um, all the time with Uranus being in that place. But I do feel that some bigger changes are coming from this transit. So Capricorn, for you, this is about your self-expression, your creativity, your performing ability, your joy. Um, it can be about literal children, but also your inner child. And it's around sports, pleasure, leisure, hobbies, play and romance. That's the area of life that's going to be affected for you. For Aquarius, this is the area of the home, the nature of your inner private life, your basis of sec feeling secure and safe, the t even the type of home you create prefer. You know, you might decide to radically change something and go and knock down a wall or something like that. It can also mean your family of origin and one of your parents. For Pisces, this for you is about your communication, your perception, your communication style, your, your voice, what you think and talk about, also your learning style. And, um, and it could also be about siblings. There can be radical changes, awakenings or hearts in all those areas. For Aries, um, this is going to be about your resources, your self-confidence, what you value, um, your relationship to your body and the natural world, um, your attitude towards possessions and having and your approach to earning and how you make your money. So Taurus, we did you, we started with you first of all. So that's the all signs. Hope you enjoyed the video. If you did, leave me a comment. I hope you like the fact that we're doing the closed captioning now and um, we're going to be adding transcripts thanks to my wonderful assistant. And please don't forget to give the video a thumbs up and subscribe on YouTube or go over to iTunes and leave me a review. So for now, much love. I will see you next time.